0: Okay, everyone. Good evening. Let's learn a little bit. Parshas Ekev. And I haven't given the third day the night chair for a while. So let's learn. I, I, I don't know what's with me. I'm a little out of it. So I have to get back into these longer classes. And as a Hashem. Today, it didn't come easy. I was very tired. So I didn't, really, I didn't prepare this well enough. I was working on something else, but I gave up on that. So then I grabbed this and I said, "This is this is a, pre- a pretty simple read. Uh, it seems like I don't understand it fully yet because I only briefly gla- gra- glazed over it. But we'll learn it together. And it seems to explain something very fundamental. And that is, um, what's the place of selfish motive in the, obser- in, in, in the observance of Yiddishkeit? Is there a room for it? If to have personal, a personal." Um, uh, uh, ulterior motive where you, you're, looking, you're seeking your own personal gain in, as a result of the performance of mitzvahs. You want to have a good life and a thing like that. Any kind of selfish motive, how does that fit in to Yiddishkeit, is there a room for it? And the theme of the Mimer that's really going to be is that to prevent a person from sinning, it's considered okay. But as a motivation in to positive deeds, not so good. Uh, not that you shouldn't do it because Chazal say that even even shalom Lashma uh, eventually will bring you to lishma, but that itself, the experience itself, is not a good thing. It's just that it's a necessary evil—not an evil, but a necessary, uh, not good—to uh, be able to come to a goodness. That's what the tzemach is going to explain over here. But to prevent a person from doing an avera, being afraid of a punishment, is okay. Is, uh, is and that's what we learn. Even though it's not holiness, because holiness, anything that considers where one is considering self. And caught up in themselves is not holy. Holiness is when you're, you have bitl to Hashem and you care about God, not about yourself. That's the idea. And now, Israel, what does is God, this week in the parish, it says, and now, Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Jewish people, What is Hashem asking from you, liyira, only to fear Him? Ask a question, in the Gimel, the Gemara asks the question is fear a is fear, a little thing. Fear is a is a is a, is a is a is a is a is a big achievement. How come the way God, the way Moshe Rabbeinu seems to present it is, what is Hashem asking from you already? A little bit of fear, as if it's nothing to attain fear. So the Gemara asked the question: Fearing God is not easy. So the Gemara answers: Ain lagaba For Moshe Rabbeinu it was no big deal. Moshe Rabbeinu, for him to fear God wasn't a big deal. So that's why he says to the Jewish people, what's the big deal? What is Hashem asking from you already? A little bit of fear. But obviously the question is, Moshe Rabbeinu knows that he's talking to the Jewish people, he's a leader. And a leader has to be able to assess his flock, his people. If you can't evaluate them correctly, if you think they're holding at your level, and you're not, and then you're not, then you're not a true leader. True leader. A true leader has to be able to have his finger on the pulse of the people and to be able to figure out where they're holding. So Vakushi, you're doing the question is known, the mabakach, what is it in this? The lagaba moysha to mulsa zitrasahi, it's a small thing. What is it if to it's a small thing? It's something very major to us. The Pasuk says, what is God asking from you? Not God asking from Moshe. From you. So how can it be? Oh, he had another question. <laughs> Moshe Rabbeinu gives a whole shopping list over there. He doesn't stop with fear. <laughs> He's not only asking for fear. <laughs> He's saying to love Hashem. Not stop to love God in the heart. Belev, <laughs> to love Hashem in the heart. <laughs> with your entire soul. <laughs> like it continues in that Pasuk. What is Hashem asking from you? To fear Him, to love Him, and to serve Him. And on all of this, he seems to be saying, "What is He asking from you already? No big deal." So that's his question. Number one, even fear is easy for Moshe; it's not easy for other people. Number two, he doesn't stop with fear. He gives them a bunch of other things, loving God with all your heart and all your and all your soul, which is a pretty big deal. And how is it that all this is considered no big deal, a small thing? A minor a minor matter. Now in Svarim, it, they have divided fear onto two types. Svarim, I guess. Works of ethics, maybe Chavis Alvavis and things like that in which they discussed the idea of Yiras Hashem, they divided the fear on two levels. One of them, Yiras HaOynash, the fear of punishment. Habay is Yiras second one is the fear of the exaltedness of God. <speaking in Hebrew> and this idea that there's two types of fear, fearing punishment, and then fearing God because God is great, and you're, you're in awe, you'd call it a fear of awe, and of trembling of His greatness. Um, this kind, this idea is already found in Zohar. This idea that there's two types of fear. Aleph in the um, in, in, in it says like this: That a human being who fears God begin the yichyan He wants his son to live. Musan and they shouldn't die. He wants his children to live and they shouldn't die. And he knows that God has control. and If he slips up. Hashem can take the life of Chas children. And therefore, he behaves. Or he's afraid that he himself shouldn't get ill, Chas shouldn't get punished in his body. Or he knows that God can uh, show up in his bank account and cause him a loss over there. So he knows that the Rebishter to get to Spitzel, You know, the to can, can get to him. Today I was trying to do something And the Ebishta was getting in my way a thousand times. It was terrible. I couldn't get a thing done. And I really, I knew it was the Ebishta because it was nonstop. Only the Ebishta could have done that. I was trying to put my son on an airplane. He didn't stop. I was static for hours, every type of obstacle I can have. If the credit card wasn't working, this doesn't work. If finally, when the credit card started working, they couldn't, their, their credit card wasn't working. Then I told them to call the phone over here because there was a bad connection, it was static. So I called, and called the phone, I said, they're not calling. I pick up the phone and I realized, oh, the internet is down over here because the wire fell out yesterday and I couldn't get it fixed. Every kind of spitz. I saw the I said, you're playing, you're giving me spitz today, today nonstop. I got very upset, but then we worked it out today and now we're happy with each other. But this is what happens. Sometimes you really feel that the that 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 Hashem is like pfft, giving But a person can live his life that way and keep all this. Ach, why is this recorded? But okay. <laughs> the Abish there I don't know. I leave it. Whatever it is whatever has to be, has to be. In any case, the 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 idea is that um that uh and a person uh, knows that the God controls the world and God uh, could uh, could give him a hard time. So therefore he behaves. says, Almo, the person is afraid from the fears of the world to come. Punishments that might be later. Might be a little... Right? Uh, the Gehenim. The Unshu Gehenim or the punishments of Gehenim, of Purgatory. So these are all fears that can, Chas and hurt I mean, that can be... These are all fears that, 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 um, that the Zohar says, a person fears Hashem because of all... He serves God because of all these fears. Okay, but then the Zohar says, all these fears are considered chitanias, external. That's not the real deal. Yerodi'i, ikra, lamidchal barnash. The fear that is the ikar, that is the primary fear that a person should fear. Lamarai, <speaking in Hebrew> that a person should fear his creator, his master. What is the desirable fear? Begin the iura v'shalet. To fear God because God is great and that God is a ruler. Ikra v'sharshu the kolalman and he's the primary and the root. The primary being in the root of all worlds. V'kula kamei kolach and all before him not. It was to recognize just the fact that God's greatness and that all worlds and all of existence and everything I know is nullified, completely befronted, this supreme, powerful, unbelievable being that's here right now and looking at me and expecting me to behave the way he wants me to behave. So it's not like I'm afraid he's going to punish me. It's just the fear of defying his orders of someone so magnificently great. Ayn Shah. Now he says, we can trace this even back. First he started in Svarim. Then he says we find it in Zoyar. We can actually find it in the Pasuk. Also these two types of fear. But in the passage, it's not talking about these two types of fear in regards to God, even though Sunni is going to say Pesukim. First, he says we find the concept of such fear in regards to fearing a human being. You can fear a human being because of how it, it might hurt you. You can fear a human being because you just respect his greatness, and that's why you fear him. These two types of fear which you fear from one person, or you fear a nation. And you can fear a nation on these two levels, a person or a nation, either because of what they can do to you, or because you just respect them for their greatness. Where do you find that? Like it says in the Shira uh, Sayam, we say, The nations heard; they trembled. A grip, a fear gripped. The dwellers of Palestine. The people of Pelishtim, they were filled with So that kind of fear wasn't a fear because of the exaltedness of the Jewish people. The Jewish people were just a clan of slaves. It wasn't that kind of a fear of respect. It was a fear if you mess with the Jewish people, their God is going to come and beat you up like he beat up the Egyptians. And you don't want to be next to be beaten up. Okay, This fear was because of the punishment. After you saw the makkas, that God brought on the Mitzrayim, and then after Hashem, first Hashem gave gave beat them up with a finger, and then Hashem beat them up with his whole hand, as it says in in uh, in the, in the Garden of Pesach, and as we see by the, what he did to them in the sea. So then, what happened? and all of this was because of the Jewish people. So a, a dread. Fell upon all the nations that they shouldn't get, they should be next online, that they should get a beating or they should suffer the same kind of fate like the Egyptians did. So they were afraid of the Jewish people, but not because of our because they respected us because of our greatness, they were just scared because of what happened with those who messed with the Jewish people. Amnon, um, however, there's another puzzle which also speaks about the nations fearing Israel, Mashakasavoy, it says in the Pasik Viroh Kalamay Adetz. The nations in the world will see that the name of God is upon you, the mecca, and they will be fear, and they will fear from you. So This is the fear that comes from the quality, the greatness of the Jewish people. It says the name, it's talking about tefillin. When you wear your tefillin, that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says that. the the, the nations will see the name of God is upon you so the sages say say, this is the tefillin on the head that's why the Rebbe wanted very much that uh, after the six day war that we should go around and put tefillin on Jews to help save the soldiers in Israel that all the nations of the world will have fear of the Jewish people when they'll see the tefillin casts a fear that's what it says so that kind of fear is not a fear of punishment it's just a fear of the name of God is called upon them. You know this is a, uh, a, 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 a very elevated people. This is a holy people. This is a godly nation. So we're afraid to touch the Jewish people. When they came to arrest the Altar Rebbe, they came into the house and uh, they were searching for the Altar Rebbe and they asked the Rebbe-tsin, the Alter Rebbe's wife where the altar Rebbe was. He said he's not available now. Because al was davening. He was davening in a closed room. So the, 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 the faked, what was he called? The general over there, the guy in charge of the whole group. Delivered her such a slap that he knocked the tooth out of Rebetz and Sterner. Um, and so then they, you see how tough these guys were. I mean, no messing around with them. And then they came into the room where the altar was, and they saw him with his tefillin. And they suddenly realized they're messing with the wrong guy. They got so scared, and they ran away. Actually, they asked. They didn't run away. They asked the altar like, and he said, "I'm busy now." But they were scared, and they said, "Okay." He's davening. He said, how long? And he told him another that he should come back in six hours. Meanwhile, he ran away. The whole story ran away. And Then he came back. He ran away. I heard the story yesterday as I was listening to some uh, Rabbi Peltiel telling stories. So when he ran away, according to some, there's a story told that he went to a different town. And where was he going to hide in that town? First, he wanted to hide and they, where was he going to hide so according to one story he hid in the house of the rabbi of the town the rabbi of the town was a mesnaget, and um, and a very anti the altar rebbe and his work as a chassid as a rebbe so when they came to search for him they searched everywhere but they knew that he wouldn't be in the house that this guy was a known opponent of him so he wouldn't be in that house so then finally, when they um, did find, uh, and later he went back and he decided to go with them, the whole story, right? So then the, Yeshua gave me to listen to this, to this uh, share yesterday. So, what happened in the end? Um, because of this story, that the Altar Rebbe stayed in the house of this rabbi, they made a takana in that city that even though the city was full of chasidim, they had instituted that they should always have a mesnagad rabbi. That's the way it was. For all the years later, they didn't appoint a chassid as a rabbi because they were so happy that the fact that they had a non-chassid rabbi is what, was, what saved the Al Rebbe then from being taken. But in any case, he went back and he allowed us to be arrested. But why am I saying this? Because we here he's talking about So then they asked the altar Rebbe um, why they got so scared of him. So he said it's the, the tefillin, that he was wearing tefillin. It says in the pasuk that the that the people will see him, and they will see kishem nikra that the name of God is upon you. The yarum Mecca they'll be afraid of you. So the people said, but the other, we all wear tefillin, and the guy is not afraid of us. We all wear tefillin, and the guy is not afraid of us. Why? So the altar Rebbe says it in the Gemara. It says elu fillin sheberosh It doesn't say elu tefillin It says these are the tefillin that are in the head. It says it depends where you have your tefillin. If you have your tefillin just on top of your head, it's not necessarily that the guy is going to be afraid of you. But if you have tefillin sheberosh, if the tefillin is inside your head, the tefillin penetrates in your head, inside your head, then, the, then, then they're afraid. In any case. But well, the Rebbe, when he said to put on tefillin, even though most of the people that were going to put on tefillin were going to only have the tefillin al still the Rebbe brought the Indian, the Indian, that there should be the fear of the, of the guy. In any case... But what do you see from here? That there's a different kind of fear. There's a fear where you're afraid someone because of the repercussions that it might hurt you, or you're afraid because of the awe. Over here, it doesn't mention any kind of fear and dread from a punishment. Because the name of God is called upon you. So just like this applies to fearing humans, different types of fear from a nation and the like, we can have the same thing with God. He's supposed to be afraid of Hashem because of the fear of punishment. Like it says, there's a passage that says, Are you not afraid of me? I'm the one who put the sand as the, as the border to the sea. So what kind of, what's the idea? Because I'm the one who made it. Obviously Hashem says, I can remove that and the waters can come and flood you. I'm the one who put the borders holding the oceans back. Right? And, and, and I can remove that, and there'll be chas a flood, or whatever else. So you should fear me because of what I can do for you, to you. And this is easy for every person to come to. A person has to have a her, that God is the one who created the world, and God is in charge. But once you have that basis, you can think about all the different ways that chas Hashem, can, can uh, come after you. And a person has to remember it. You have to, of course, obviously think a little bit. Decide to ignore it ignore it. Like it says, Yidu Mahashem Kala Aretz. Fear from God the entire land. From here, from him, they will tremble all the dwellers of the world, all the dwellers of the, of the globe. So this Indian is, Yidu Mehashem Kala Aretz. We're afraid of. Okay. The, it's interesting. And this, so we're going to see this pasuk where it says, Yidu Mehashem is you're fearing what can God chas and what can Hashem do to, do to you. That's the fear. And the second one, is the fear of exaltedness. Begin Because He is a great, and He is a ruler. And not only for the punishment, chas v'shal. And on this, there's a pasuk. Fear es It doesn't fear me Hashem. It fears Yiru Es Hashem. So we're going to see later in the Mimer why Yiru Es Hashem is a fear not of God's ability to hurt you v'sholem, but truly fearing Hashem because Hashem is great. Um, and, but it's, it's interesting. Oh, and this is not everybody. Not everybody can attain it. That's why in the first place it says Yiru Me Hashem kol ha'aretz mimenu ya'guru kol yeshvei sevel it's implying everybody can have that fear. But this one, Yiru Es HaShem, it says is only who, Kedoshav, His holy ones. It means people that are holy, which means are able to have, because of their holiness, they're able to attain a true sensitivity and sense God's real greatness, they can fear the Eberster that way. Ach as whoever in truth, Gam yirasa Eneira, Gamur Now even Yirasa HaSoynesh, Fearing God for a punishment. Oh no, I'm sorry. Now, now behold. Fearing um, a punishment is really completely, utterly selfish. Because you're really just thinking about yourself. You don't want to get hurt. So it's it's only for yourself. There's no service over here where you want to serve him. You're just trying to protect yourself. Which is not, however, when you fear His greatness. It means you have this. See, the fear of greatness is, is is a mixture of awe, respect. It Has a fear and a dread in it as well, but it has. A, it's mainly a, a deep respect. That's what it is, and therefore there's like that. That idea that when you're doing something as a result of that, you feel like you. you it's it's because of the one. It, it, the service is for them, not for yourself. Yes. However, when whoever, the, 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 the service is for the king, for this great rabbi, for this great being that you're so that you're so awed by, but if you're fearing for a punishment, it's only because of yourself. Ach beem, as however in truth, gam also fearing a punishment, It's not completely evil. Afapishu rak it's not real ra. It's not real negativity. Why? Even though it's only selfish. ella shume klipas noiga. It is a klipa. Anything that's feeling self is klipa. Kadusha is, is where is nullification to God. Feeling of self is klipa. However, it's the glowing shell, the intermediate shell. It's a shell that mixed good and bad. Shehi chatz We turn over the page. It's half good and half bad. That's what it says about klipas noiga. It's a mixture. Like etzah, das And sometimes it's turned over to good. When is it good? And we'll see in a minute. And that's why you find that the Torah allows for this kind of a service. Fearing, fearing of a punishment. Because you find that the Torah warns us in b'chukoy sayte leichu, if in my statues you will go. And it gives you a list of blessings, but then it says, and if not, your And if not, the curses will come. And you should be careful to do good and what's right. And if you will say that selfish service or fearing of punishment is absolutely bad, par who it is, How can you have a big parsha? A whole parsha dealing with yirasa Oynash, with fearing punishment, or selfish motives in mitzvahs. As it says, if you do the mitzvahs, you'll be blessed, and if you won't do you'll be cursed. How would the Torah be recommending or calling for or, or, or bringing this up if this is bad? The Torah would not be giving you something that's ra, chas The Torah is giving you an entire parsha in Bechuk twice, where the Torah is giving us, admonishing us to do good and keeping away from doing bad for the sake of not getting hurt and, 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 and being rewarded. So you can't say that this is rachasrishab. So you have to say that doing things motivated because of, of fear of punishment is not real bad. That's why the Torah is advising you to use it to evoke, to e- arouse within oneself the fear of punishment at a time that you need it. In other words, there are times when you're in a very dark place, when you're not illuminated with godly light, you're not sensing the beauty of Hashem, the greatness of being close to Him and all of that, and you're in a dark place and chas v'sham, you can be tempted with all kinds of temptations to do chas something which is totally discontin- violating Hashem's commandment. So then what do you need? a little refresh a little rem- memory of the punishments that can come will keep you that will help a person prevent when when other things when more lofty um, uh, uh, things will not will not talk to you and sometimes these lofty things do not are not are not working because they're not they're not speaking to you at this moment <speaking in Hebrew> your person should straighten out his ways your <speaking in Hebrew> means a person should straighten out his ways the <speaking in Hebrew> And you should understand something really correctly that what when a person is tempted, when a person has an opportunity to do a real sin, something that's absolutely sinful. Like transgressing a sin. Even if it's just a rabbinic prohibition. And, and, and sometimes minute little, like Pashas Ekev. Ekev is minutia, minute, minute little things, which are rabbinic. It's a little thing. Right? It says. He says, Yes, I have to be machmer. But usually he is machmer. He's sensitive that he's machmer on a little thing. And no, it's cutting corners and being a little light, right? Because he's lazy, tired, not in the mood, or whatever it is. And or, or to do chas any sin. even things that are very, very considered minor sins, minor violations. Then it is appropriate. For a person to draw upon himself, Moresh chayra. chayra. literally is translated as black gal. But the black gal, Moresh is that, is any feeling of, of, of getting, being scared for oneself, is related to Moresh you And selfish interests, selfish motives, loy marin to say, Lama Why should I distance myself from God? It's interesting. The Rebbe says that, why should I distance myself from God? That too is selfish motive. In other words, the real, a pure motive would be, why should I hurt God? It's not about why should I move away from Hashem. Why should I hurt Hashem? That's a pure holy motive. I don't want to hurt Hashem, because I love Him so much, because Hashem is so great, Hashem is so powerful, Hashem is so good, Hashem doesn't deserve to be hurt by me. That's a holiness. If I'm saying why should I get far, I'm thinking about me, oh, but that's okay. He says because you're you're faced with an option chas v'shalom. So let's say you're as mentioned earlier, you're not in that level of sensitivity that hurting God is 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 is, is strong enough of, to convince you not to do it. it was, so now you have to get. Because because what's happening right now? At this moment, you're feeling a temptation to do something that you feel that you're going to benefit from. It's going to give you a pleasure, a delight, an enjoyment, or whatever. Any kind of a benefit, it's going to make you, whatever. And so you need, and to think about a completely altruistic thought, it might not have the power to compete with the personal gain that you're going to get when you're going to do the avera. The pull for that is stronger than the than this Uh, lofty motivation, which might work for you another time, but not right now. So you need to find something selfish in the doing of a mitzvah as well. We're not doing the Avera. And that is, good, if I do the Avera, what, I'm going to have this pleasure, but it's going to distance me from God, and that is also. How many times do we have an opportunity or want to do something that might make things a little easier for us, but we know that it's going to hurt a very, very close friend of ours, if we do it and we hold ourselves back from doing it, we give up on making that extra money. How many times? Give an example. Simple example. You're looking for the, a job to be done. You need someone to paint your house. You need someone to uh, print, do a print job. And you're looking, and you can get the job done cheaper by so and so. But you have a friend who is a printer. You have a friend who is a painter. You have uh, someone in this, And so you'll go... And you want to get... Let's say you really are really on tight in money. And you really need the, the... You want to save the couple of dollars. But is it worth it to make the few this and create a wedge between you and your friend? They're going to ask you, who printed your invitations? Or who uh, this and that? And you're going to have to say, Oh, because the other person is cheaper. I'm not worth the few extra dollars. That's what you did. So you see that what... That the hurt that you might, for Shalom, distance yourself from someone that this, it causes it not to be worth it to do that. The same cheshben someone should do when it comes to an avera. It's true that I'm going to get a gain. It's true I can make a couple of extra dollars. But this is going to cause a distance between me and Hashem. And I don't want that. That's selfish though, because you're still thinking about your own distance. It's a mixture. It's not only selfish, because... It's like the distance means that you're, you're upsetting him and distancing... But you're caring about how this is going to affect you? Oi, But the Rebbe says even more selfish than that. Oy afilu yirasa oinish. Even to fear the punishment. Even, let's say, if the, the thought of distancing yourself from God is not... Even that is not powerful enough to now hold you back from doing the avera, So you can go even lower than that. Even a more selfish uh, interest. And that is what... God can punish me. That's like a person who doesn't care to, that his friend is going to be upset at him. He's only a friend. He knows that next week he needs a favor from his friend. Next week. He knows that next week he has to go to his friend to, to, to ask him for so and so and so, to borrow money from him. Next week. And if he does this to him now, he knows he's not going to lend him the money. So the fact itself that he's going to create a wedge between him that's not enough. Because right now, his temptation in, in, or whatever, his desire to save the money or to make whatever, is so strong that it would overcome the distance. But since I need him next week, so it's going to, the repercussions that I'm going to get, and I'm not going to get the loan, is not worth it. So that's already a lower. It's more selfish. More self-interest. But the Rebbe says, guess what? When it comes to holding back from an Avera, even that is better. Why? Because what's the alternative? Alternative is to sin. If I don't, if I say ne, then ne. I shouldn't have these 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 selfish thoughts and avoid this. Should be completely altruistic, and therefore, what? What's the option? I'm going to do an avera. So should I? Uh, uh, um affiliate kedeli potim anara ki bevadai because definitely kol echod vi echod every single Jew mamim bi yisurim shol every Jew believes. Ultimately, in purgatory and Gehenna, <speaking in> because <Hebrew> people are afraid, and people are afraid even of worldly, worldly suffering. <speaking in Hebrew> so, for sure, for the sufferings of the world to come, which are far more intense than the sufferings down here. <speaking in Hebrew> the thing is that we don't think about it; we don't like to think about, you know, these things, so we push it out of our mind. But so, so that's an avid, that's a thing. So, when chas <speaking in Hebrew> something comes about. And you need something to save you from going out of line, from doing an aver, for like day yirazu yifter mina And through this fear, he's going to become butter. He's going to get himself out from sinning. And this is the idea of all the punishments mentioned. In the parshas bichukosay, punishments the haklalos and curses la laoerer yirazu to evoke this fear kadei shaloi limrois eno kloidech in order not to rebel the eyes of the Abish. And even though he's now becoming he's 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 refraining from doing the Avera through through a through a selfish motivation, the Yirasainish and a, and a, and a fear of punishment. Which means you're now even even in this reframing, you're not attached to Hashem. The motivate the space that you're in, that you're considering the the punishment, is a is a klipa. The person is now in a klipa diga mindset. He's and klipa means God is not revealed in your soul and in your being. You're in a state of disconnect. So how can you say? So how can we recommend? It doesn't make any sense. How can we com- we recommend something that's, that's klipa, a disconnected state? It do- that doesn't make any sense. The Alf, as he says, it's the years So he says, so, the avera that the person wants to do gruah the Avera that the person wants to do, is worse than that. That's pure, pure pure, Ra. So what you're doing is, you're avoiding the Ra, the evil of the three impure Klippos, which are really thoroughly and utterly bad. The better alternative is to at least go into a Klippa that is not so dark. It's, it allows some little bit of godly light into it. Keloshan Iser, and that's what Iser means. What does the word Iser mean? When you say something, the Nebuchadnezzar wants to prove that an Avera is worse than this. It's not because klipas noiga, the idea of klipa. Klipas noga is a klipa that could be elevated. It could be entered into kedusha. That's why it's called the mutter. All things that are related to klipas Noigar that come and are sustained or have the klipas Noga energy in them are kosher, and one of the words we use for kosher is, it's mutter. And what does mutter mean? The al Rebbe explains in Tanya. It means unbound. That means you can elevate it into holiness. However, Shalosh Klipas Atmeis, the three impure klipas, are stuck in klipa, and you can't pull them out. can't free them. So the, so that's what he's saying. So the Avera would be a worse situation. Colossian Iser, Piddush, Kosher, it is tied. She'eina yachal esalos it's not, ele- it's not able to be elevated above. And in any type of advice that you can have, that you can get out of evil, out of doing an Avera, he's going out of the evil. So why do we care? What got him out of there? How, he, how this person managed to escape the clutches of the evil. Better than what than Has Shalam. It's like I'll give an example. It's like you say, you know a person Has 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 a cancer. And in order to be able to kill the cancer, which is a life-threatening thing, they have to give him a radiation or they have to give him chemo or something like that, Has. So what's that? Even though that's terrible, and it's, a, it's, it's 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 not a it's not benefit, it's not healthy it's 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 a, it's a destructive force, but it's better than the alternative. It's the lesser of the evil. That's the idea. And the same is over here. If a person has a desire to chas go do an avera. So that's like a real cancer. So to save that person needs to use a different klipa. And what's the klipa? The klipa is a selfish reason that I'm scared I'm going to get punished. That's selfish. But but that too is better than chas Going into going, the Gam and Chazal also and they obey the nagra that we that we fight evil with evil. You fight fire with fire. From the very uh, from the very tree, you create the axe that cuts down the tree. So here, if you, from the Klipa itself, you you create the axe, which is the self Klipa selfish. But from the extreme Klipa selfish, extreme selfish, which doesn't care about God itself, you take a little piece of it. And you elevate it to become, also it's still selfish, but it's a selfish motive that saves you from extreme selfishness in when you don't consider God at all. So you're, you're using the clipper to cut the klipa. Why? Because you can't fell the tree, you can't uh, um, cut the trees down with, 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 with a very, very soft uh, piece of cotton. It doesn't work. With a very refined thing. Sometimes very, very pure motivations because they're so lofty, They're very idle and they're very refined. They don't affect a person when he's in a grubber estate. And and this is, by the way, something very, very important. And I don't want to say this as a whatever, but something that's very, very seriously missing davke by the Hasidic community. Because we're taught so much lofty inspirations for everything. Because everything is so high and so transcendent and so this, and there's no lessons ever in this basic thing. Because if someone does mention something like this, he's, ah, whatever. It's, 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 it's grub, it's coarse. But the problem is, and so if the tithes of this world are very real. And to be able to refrain from all the tithes, from the world, from all the, the, the things that are out there, with all these lofty motivations, it would help if there would be a little bit more... Um, an awareness or some teaching of of things that are a little bit more uh, shy to to, to a person's well-being in this world. Yeah, but that's just the way it is. But by the doing of good. The Rebbe says like this. That is only, when can we justify a person having selfish motivations? In his Yiddish guide, it's only to refrain from what from a dar from being from going into klipah, from doing an Avera. Then you say, at least you're lifting yourself up to a higher. But if khasfisholam, when it comes to motivate doing good, if there you put in selfishness, that's no good because that's going down. You have a mitzvah. Mitzvah is supposed to be kadusha. You put you put the inspiration to do the mitzvah to into, into into the mitzvah you're putting something very yuchy and smelly Mamish you're putting something that stinks into 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 holiness. And that doesn't work. <laughs> but by the doing of good who is which is cleaving to God and in his tairav of batfilah and in avoid during the avening sham lo yugrachara over there, it's not tolerated any bit of ra, over there a person has to clean out his heart. Mikol pchinas from every from any kind of doing for one's own personal benefit. Ya it should not come to the person, the reason, the siba, the, in, the, in, the the the, in, the what 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 causes the doing of good machmas It should not be for a persons Marish chayra. What's morish chayra? We said earlier in this sense that we're talking about over here seems like I never really saw it, it. used in this term. It's the being so concerned with one's own self being. That's the Marish so a person's doing of good should not be because, uh, because if I'm doing good, I'm going to have a good life and good things are going to happen to me and Hashem is going to give me a lot of money and I'm going to become rich and I'm going to become wealthy or whatever it is. That's not a... It's, that's not a even to go to Olam Haba is coarse and grub and causes and tarnishes one's Yiddishkeit. And a person needs to have find... Um, advice, he has to find counsel. If chas a person is plagued, that his mitzvahs are all being done with selfish interests, for him chas to gain something, Hashem reward or, or prestige in the world or whatever it is, then you have to figure out how to get rid of it. It's not a good thing. You have to find. What? It's a request. You're David. You're allowed a lot of David. He's not talking about asking, I should have to David. You need, you need everything you need. But we're talking about doing a mitzvah, thinking that I'm doing the mitzvah because I want to have a bracha. And I'm doing this because I want that. That's the Indian. The inspiration of doing good. It should be exciting to serve a great God. So one should contemplate the greatness of the Eibishter. And the unity. And a person should not become saddened by, his, by, by him not having the good. In other words, I, the way I'm reading it, I hope I'm reading it correctly, is, in other words, the inspiration of for doing good should be because the Eibishter is great, and I want to do something for him, not because if I'm not going to do it, I'm going to be lacking in good. I'm going to be lacking bracha. If I'm not going to give tzedakah, I'm not going to. No, you're doing it because you want because the Ebrister is so great and you want to serve him. That's your inspiration. Ki ein sham in doing of mitzvahs there is no room for this klipa. Afshu noiga, even though it's not a really 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 dark uh, uh, klipa of shalosh klipas atmeias, it's a glowing klipa, but it still stinks. It still it's noiga. And it's not real, ga. Nevertheless, hear these powerful words. This is a very big screen and partition. And it is really, really, really getting in the way between you and Hashem when you have an inspiration of doing mitzvahs because of personal gains that you want to get of it. Look at these words again. This is a big Mosach. And a person has to be very, very careful in this. Shaly sham Klau, not to allow these thoughts to creep in to your observance of doing good. Nimtza comes out. I saw from your son's grandfather, your wife's Allah great-great grandfather that he she that, that we visited in the Ukraine. And his name is Rabbi Yebi. He was one of the Tamidim of in buried in a And we're, um, uh, he wanted the Talmidim of the Baal Shem Tov. And in his Sefer, he writes that uh, a story of a person who passed away, and he was a real, 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 real fine Jew, learned Torah, did mitzvahs, he was a big chassid, mamish, and everything. He was very diligent and learned a lot of Torah, and he was, and this person. After a, few, after a year or so after he passed away he revealed himself to his friend or to someone and when he saw him he was terrified because he saw the person was completely green and he got very worried he said how can he be that he's in the other world usually you'd expect you see a tzaddik or someone in the other world and you see his face radiating with light and here he sees this person and his mom is green so he asked him like, uh, like he ate a uh, rotten yogurt so he asked him, like, what's going on? Like, well, why, why is this going on? So he sat him, because since he, when he learned Torah and he did mitzvahs, it was always for, for so he studied, he learned a lot of Torah, and he was very big, but he did it always for his own, for his own personal motives to, become, uh, to be known, and everybody should uh, honor him, and so and so. So all of his Torah and mitzvahs has a horrible smell. And every time they, he, he, he's, he, 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 they they bring him a little reward in Gan Eden from the mitzvahs that he does, it comes with a horrific stench, and, and and he can't get away from that stench, and therefore even though he has the reward of the mitzvah, they stink, and it's making him green because Mama's is getting green from that from that foul smell that he's in all the time, and he's getting rewards. He's in his Gan Eden, but he's in a smelly Gan Eden because they stink from the mitzvahs. What is? Because when someone is doing something for his own her own thing—it smells from arrogance, and that smell is what he senses. And when he was in this world, he didn't—he didn't smell that. He didn't have the power to sense how stinky it is. Arrogance, but since he's in the other world, every mitzvah that he did was full of was filled with arrogance. Now he smells it, and it's making him literally green. It's an amazing story. No, he writes of the story of a person who came to him. He, he writes, "I heard. He, he heard from the, the story told about someone who came to him, and uh, not to him, to uh, to this person after he passed away." And yeah, Nemtzeh comes out, Yiras Oynish, the fear of punishment. Who toiv? Half of it is good. What it meaning to say which half is good? In preventing someone from doing negative, that's where it's good. For a person to be through this, he should be departing from that. But half of it is not good. In the doing of good, mixing this in is not good. It is not good that the motivation should be through fearing of punishment. Okay. Days. Lavar adover heitev. explain the matter a little better, to give a little bit more clarity in this idea of being half good and half bad, and where it's okay and where it's Where it is half good, which is in the surmera. Indian who the idea is as follows. It says in the pasuk. So now the Rebbe is going to explain. So we need to understand that uh, here in the next piece he explains the idea of ma ma that in that from the from the non-good you come to good. He doesn't say it, but based on the the, the word that the Rebbe explains, the Rebbe says that when we say mitoch ma ma, it means that the toich, the inside of the shalolish ma, when someone does something for ulterior motive. The real, real pnimius and inside kavana that the person is really doing it is lishma. See, everybody understands it. What does it mean? Mitoch shalolishma. Because of the shalolishma, by doing mitzvahs and you're doing it with aterior motive, eventually you will come that it will be done. One day you'll do it for the right reasons. But the Rebbe learns much deeper. Metoich shalolishma. Toch means inside, deep inside in the sub subconscious with the person. In the shale, the real motivation while you're doing it is really lishma it's only as it's being translated into one's psyche and into one's thinking and into his mind if a person is in a selfish state of mind so it has to translate into a into some kind of a benefit that you're going to do it and that's what's inspiring me to do it but that's not really the underlying cause of the real motivation the real motivation is coming from a very pure part of your neshama that wants to serve God because God wants to so the Rebbe is going to explain that this whole idea that um that a person has Shaloh is really only... be meaning ulterior motives is only because there's the real inspiration of every Jew is really holy. And it has to do with the Shekhinah being inspired and she wants to unify with her source. As the Shekhinah wants to cleave to God being that we're all limbs of the Shekhinah all souls have this Eurus and this pull to unify not because it's going to be good for us it's because we're just drawn to this magnificent, beautiful light that we want to be, that we're drawn to, not because we want even the enjoyment of it, it's just it's pulling, it's, it's, it's irresistible. The Ms of the eibishter and the desire to melt into him because of his truth. The shekhinah yearns to be unified in God's light. All neshamas are, are pulled together with that and that's the real inspiration for all mitzvahs and for everything. However, that Indian as it translates into the mochizanias of the world's, as it begins to, um, um, r- the ripple effects of it, as it goes out into more external levels of, 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 of consciousness and awareness, what happens over there is the more external, the more you go out into the outer layers, the more reality starts becoming dense, thick, and self-aware. So there, it's every, the motivation ha- takes on a form of what is in it for me. And then a trigger. So he's really going to say that's what happens when the neshama comes into the body. It miscommunicates. the The communication of the soul gets gets staticky, and it starts. Com- so it's not pshat. If we're trying to bring out a vikeshmak inyan, the the most selfish observance of any mitzvah. A guy who's sitting and learning because he wants to be a big lamdin and he wants to be a big rashi shiva. And, and that. He's a beautiful neshama that wants to really cleave to God but there's some there's a lack of he never learned Chasidis, so he doesn't know the doesn't have the language of the soul so the neshama is trying to communicate through the language of the body and the animal soul and the and the body and the animal soul are are, are selfish so it gets it gets kind of polluted into that so it's, something gets lost in the translation that's basically and that's a clip of the ginian but as we learn we're going to see okay as long as it's Motivating to keep away from Averis, it's okay. To have that as your motivation in mitzvahs is not good. Let's read. Now, now I'm getting it. I, I didn't understand this whole piece till now, but now I'm getting it. Now, how I think what he wants to wants to explain, how can it be Chatzyatov? How can it be half good? If it's an Indian of Klipa. So you're saying, okay, it's, it's only to keep you away from a worse clipper. Still, but this itself is klipa. So what, he's, what, what I think he's going, where he's going at is explaining that this itself is not, in its core, it's not even that. At its core, the reason why you don't want to do the Avera, you want to do the mitzvah, just because of the Eber, because the neshama sense is God. So this, that it's now um, speaking a selfish, a selfish language, that's not the MS of really what's going on. The MS of it is purity. So therefore, since at its core it's good, and what are you doing? It's helping you go chas v'shalem, doing something worse. So that's why, it, that's why it's okay. In other words, if it would begin, if the motivation would begin in klipas Noiga, if it would really start in klipas then, then noyga, then it would never be okay. But it doesn't start in klipas. It starts as an Indian in Kedusha. It's only its tail end. Its tail is wiggling in Klippa. It, that's the tail end of this society is in klipa. It's stimulating in a Klippa dig away. Oh, so if it's preventing from a bigger Ra, then, then that can be okay. That's what I think he's, he's, he's saying. Let's read it inside. How is it that we're saying half is good? When it is a, when it's preventing a person from doing bad, the idea is really the soul of man is a lamp of God. Nishmas adam soul of every man of the Jewish people. Kimoi, and just like Bahalois lav, and just like when the flame goes up, Ner just like when that just like the going up of the flame of a candle goes up above so too is the nisham of every yid, is in a state of arousal on its own, on its own, meaning it doesn't need a candy to want, it doesn't need anything else other than it's going to be connected to God. And even that, the Altar explains in Tanya, let's remember what the Altar says in Tanya, why are we giving the mashal of a nair? of a flame. The Alta Rebbe explains to Tanya that it's not an union of seichel. It's not that when you're going to go up a... It's an amazing idea. That's what makes it kedusha. That's so deep. The Alta Rebbe says in the 19th chapter in Tanya, the Alta Rebbe says that when a flame cleaves to its source, it's not because it is going to gain when it's going to go back to its source. Because it's not going to gain when it's going to go back. To, down here, it's going to be extinguished. And up there, if it goes into its source, it's going to be lost in its source. It's not going to have an identity. So there's no personal gain. Why is it being pulled? It can't explain it. It is just being pulled. Why? So that's, it's because of the source. There's no, there's no feeling of I want. It's just being pulled. That's Kedusha. When you're feeling Abish, they're not you. So the root of every Nishama's desire to cleave to God is as pure as the motivation of a flame to go back up into its source. Um, and, and, now, and that's really, he says, the drive of every Jew at all of his mitzvahs. And I will say, oh, hold it. Afki im What do you mean, I want to cleave to God? I don't even see God. The face garnished. mas chazi. Not your whole... You, 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 you. The, you don't have your whole neshama enclosed in your body. Only a little bit of your neshama is in your body. So the part of the neshama that's up there, which is the mazel, that part sees its source and wants to unify. What does it mean, lamaila above? When the shechina, which is the mother of all souls, is aroused to cleave to her love, which is God. Yoid sehis so this arousal from the shchina to unify with god sends out vibrations to all the nishamas to all the details to all the specific souls Shal Yisrael of all yidn that they should desire to cleave to god azayis however in the in the source of the nishama who beloy bixnes lagarmé. Over there it's the what we might call the naked desire. The pure desire of the neshama to cleave to the Abish Without a garment, meaning without another lavush that should darken it. It's pure. It's a pure motive. Klal rak It's pure godly. Ki, that lukus because in the levels of lights and vessels of Atzilus of the Divine, there's no there's no density over there. There's no there's no selfishness there. There's only one Emes. The orange Saif permeates completely every 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 atom, so to speak, every cell in the Kalem of Atzilus. They're permeated with the reality of the Ebers. They don't feel themselves. So there's no legarmayu there. So on these levels of the Neshama, where the Neshama is still up there on those places, it just pulls. It's with it's without awareness. It's without awareness. It's not even aware that it's being pulled. It's just it's just in. It's pure holiness. However, once you're going into the back of the kalim, and what is always the acharayim? Acharayim is chizanias. and chitznius, the chitznius of something is always more pronounced. The kalim is more pronounced. And or Michaelia, whatever it is. And, and then in the back, the clippers take, take hold. And what is klipa all about? Klipa is selfish. But where? the In the oir, in the uh, skin, yesoed, of the yesoed, of nukva, of the shekina, of the nukva, of the, fem, of the feminine element. Over there is where all the clippers come. And what are they do? Shem bu'hu b'chanas legarmayu. They serve God. But they serve the Ebeshter with garmayo. Garmayo means selfish motives. They want for themselves something good. And that is half good and half bad. What's the good and half bad? The high. It is... The sur Ra on that level, going away from, from ra, call ikr completely, for a selfish reason. Go, we'll see in a minute, but that's not bad. Rak bivase, toiv, but also in the doing of good. Kol legarmai, all of his desire, again, is for his own benefit. Sheyehei hu toiv, that he should be, he, that I should be good, or I should have good in my, in my life. Canal nimtza comes out, Mu'uriv toiv it's mixed good and bad. The nikra klipasnoiga, and that's called klipasnoiga. Shay that is able to turn over completely for good, sometimes completely the good, and sometimes completely the opposite. The klipa gamura can become a complete klipah. Belishum toiv without any good. What does that mean? what does it mean? Belishum toiv the kedusha without the good of holiness, shebe hu because in kedusha it's bitl, meaning not not awareness of self. Ma'ashen toiv de klipas noiga, which isn't the case of the tov of the klipas noiga, hainu sur meiraal le The toiv of klipas noiga, which is the going away from garmayo is, garmayim is again selfish. So what it what What does he mean over here? This is a little, little bit of a difficult uh, line over here. Again, one more time. NIM TZEMOORV TAI BEDAV NEKREKLIP PASNAG SHYACHOY LAS HAPACH KULU LAPAAMN At some time, it can turn, completely LAHAPACH VAKLIP PAS GEMORAM BELISHUM TAIV RAK LEGARMAI OHAV HAV So what do you mean? What's the NIM TZEMOORV? What's the NIM TZEMOORV? The toiv of Klippas noiga is sur meira for its own purpose. That's the toiv of Klippas noiga. But so that then then it's belishum toiv. I'm not exactly sure in these lines. I didn't understand it earlier either. Raklagar me have. The, its, its interest is for its own own benefit. Have, have. Give, give. There is a little spark from acharayim, from the back. There's a little spark meacharayim from, from the back of kedusha. See, the acharayim of kedusha is still okay. Let's understand something. Remember what he said? In Oirois v'kelem there is only kedusha. There's only, only toive. The acharayim of the backside of Kedush, over there, is where klipa takes effect, but the acharayim itself is still toiv, and the acharayim of klipa is mechaya, enlivens here, the nikra levayna zaka, and that's called pure levayna. The chalik that's mechaya it, we know that in the samanim ketores, there's eleven samanim, and we know that they're they're considered the seven samanim katores. Are considered klipah that we're, we're transforming it into kadusha, but it is klipa. And the 11th one is the chayus, the life force that's in the klipa, that's called Levayna zaka. it's pure. It, that, that refers to the nitsuts of holiness that gives life to these legarmayu, to these selfish beings. Okay. Again, so this bothers me because I feel that there is some explanation, something that he said over here that I'm not getting. But okay, maybe we'll figure it out soon. Now the same is also when a person. When above his shirish. So because because the marshal that he gave, what does he mean? Because the marshal that he gave right now, the, not the mashal, the Indian that he spoke about right now is how things are in general in the worlds of Kedusha. In the upper realms, in the Olam HaSalyonim, over there it's in the... In the Okay, oh. The same is also by a human being. When above a person is aroused. He's saying every human being, in its source, when the neshama is or above, there's no selfishness at all. Because Jews come from godliness. Jews are chilek of the plenemius. They're not from the acharayim. They're not from the back. The Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya that even the Malachim come from the back. And Yidin come from the Pneumias and the Geras the Yidin come from the innermost. So there there's no chas anything. There's no klippa there. There's no self. There's pure getlach raklal. In his place they can't live any bad. But when this is when this arousal. Descends, to the lower levels of the neshama that is enclosed in the body when this inspiration begins in the neshama to cleave to God because of the avish not because of itself but as it's then later translated down here into a conscious human being and it has to communicate with a grubber being, which I call our vivifying soul, nefesh ha a nefesh, a soul that comes from klippa, that everything, it, it defines everything by its own, by what it does for self. And not the whole neshama comes into the body, but part of the neshama as it's now being clothed in the body, in a kimavuba b'makamachar, And not only is it a nefeshah bahamas, but it's also speaking through the brain. The physical flesh of a brain, Bugufah Khumri, which is a physical body, Shukli Gashmi, which is a physical coarse being mooid, very physical, the height of the snake, Klipa which doesn't understand any other language but selfishness, so because the Nishama now is dwelling in a keili, Shaha, shaha me-kusher. So the His comes in a place where the body is connected. <laughs> in other words, as the Nisham's desire of pure motivation to connect to the Abishder is now coming down into a place where, where the entire communication and the entire experience of everything is all selfish. The, the inspiration to serve and to cleave God also comes in a form, also comes in a form with a, with a, with a selfish tinge. It translates, it translates into and depression In amazing words that Zemach Tzedek says over here, that a person gets depressed and starts weeping and crying and feels so broken because he's far from God. That itself, the Mordechaira, that he's thinking that I'm far and I'm not this and that, 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 which he's, he's so, in the same way that the person isn't depressed that he missed his flight or that this happened and then happened, now he's afraid, now he's bothered that he missed the mitzvah, but not because of an edel kite that the mitzvah. That the Abishter is not having his Ratzin being done in the world, and, a, and an opportunity for Adira B'Tachtayim, for God to dwell in this world, Fashem's light to shine. And how was, I, how was I such a terrible shliach? I was sent into this world to announce God's name morning and night, and I miss mishma just because I... But he's thinking so much about um, my lowliness and um, my disconnect, that Atzvus, that's coming because it's speaking already the language of body and the language of animal soul, which is caught, stuck up in himself. It's very powerful. Because he, he's using edel words over here. You're not talking about uh, kite, You know, I'm, 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 I'm giving tzedakah because I want to be in the newspapers. We're not talking about. That. I'm talking about an edel kite over here. Look at this. The marish chayre, the atzvus, me his hisrach kusay ma hashem. His distance from avodes hashem. Hamo'ed it is haleiv maoid ad bechia. It's the heart so much till he's crying the are and this is not a pure lie that the people think oh you fell into a depression and you veced this and that it's not true it's really true it is upstairs the Nisham uh, is feeling a certain tension and it, because it wants to cleave and it's mis- so badly to, down here it's it's translating into a, a sense of depression and sadness and and aggravation of. B'shairish uh, It's coming from the shayrish neshama canal. Rag As it translates, as it gets transmitted down here, b'voya When it's coming down into the body, It changes into the language of the body. B'p'chenis And it becomes a very selfish um, feeling of remorse or or frustration a person's heart should not become saddened upon him when the marish khair, when the sadness comes upon him, Loimar to say who I'm talking about a holy not a holy a, a spiritual sadness comes upon a person how lowly I am and disconnected I am which as he says now is has a lot of selfishness in it the person should not become depressed from the fact that he has that feeling in truth, it's not real Ra. It's the shell, that's what he's saying, it's the shell of something very pure. Every, everything has a shell. Everything has a panemius. The panemius of it is really, really, really good. The shell of it is coarse. It is klipa. And it could be converted to good. When is it converted to good? If you're going to use it, if you're going to use this to send to prevent you from 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 doing an avera, from doing bad stuff, then it's good. The or the fear of punishment. This will understand. Again, So what is he? What is he being machadish over here in this piece over what we learned before? He's saying you can use this for good. The chiddush that he's saying over here is that you have to understand that this is the end. It's the it's the It's the, it's the shell. Are they panemius? It's, it's not an Indian onto its own. If it would be an Indian onto its own, then you would have to look at it for what it is. It's an inion of klipa. Why would you allow Klepa into your, into your soul? And if you have Klepa in you, why should you even, why should you even let it stay? What, 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 uh, what's the word for it? What, um, not benefit. What value? What kind of positive value can it possibly have if it's a disease? It is a disease, it's Klippa, it's a disease. So what kind of value can it have? So he's explaining now. It's not, it doesn't begin in Klippa, it's the chitzanius the of something pure and holy, uh, time is getting into your consciousness because you happen to be in a very grub state now. It's going to speak the language of kite, But really, and it's kurib, it it's really, a, edel yourself out a little bit. Refine yourself, refine your body, refine yourself. It won't have to speak, this is, is not going to have to speak in such gruba a language. It will speak edel. But yeah, let's understand something. As edel as it will be, as long as we're in as a body, it's not with the true kite, the true refinement and elegance that it has when it's not in a body. So even if Yitaka become the most refined human being down here below, it will always be coarser down here than it is in its panemias, in its source, up there. Okay? Or bezei, you will understand. Ma'a she'ezira Torah, this that the Torah warned us, in b'chukai saytei if in the mitzvah you will go, ve'em lo'it tishmuh, if you will not listen, nemtzeinu l'm, so you see that? nemtzeinu l'meidim we learn, ki yiras ha'oynesh, hu b'chinas klipas lo'yga. That fearing punishment is klippa chatziy toy and chatziy rat half good and half bad fear of punishment The masha nifter al yade miragomer this that you are being saved from real bad Zeo chatziy it's preventing you from doing an that. avera that's the chatziy toy that's the half good the anphopish nifter al yade ligarmeo even though you're being putter through a selfish motivation kivan shanya daye nifter menara since it's Keeping you from something utterly bad, Imkein then it's good. The kolshkin, and for sure, And especially when you consider, and you know that the root of this is that's is not at all. In other words, this, that, even this that you're holding back from doing an Aveira, his, his mom is saying, because a few weeks ago we were here by a it was Gimbal Thomas. And someone said this word from the Rebbe that, that the toich of the shalai l'shma is l'shma. And he said it, that this is the Kiddush of the Rebbe because he hasn't seen it anywhere in Chassidus. This Indian, that the sh-toy, I think this Mimer does say it. It's a Mach tzedek. It doesn't say in the words that the toich of the al l'shma but you see this idea over here that in the shalai of the lagarmayu, of the selfish motivations, uh, as long as you're using it in your preventing for doing Averis, then it's it's okay, because the alternative of doing an Averis is worse. And if you're holding yourself back because you're afraid of a punishment, even though that's also selfish, it's klipa. But the, be- the beautiful thing is that he's explaining now that the you don't want to be disconnected from the Yeh That's its pnimius The toich of that is good. Avo But what are we saying that Kalipa Snag is half bad? In what sense is it half bad? Shaliyoy spchenes va'asei toiv if this is your inspiration in your that you're gonna to go to Olam Haba and you're gonna get rewards, that kind of inspiration, that's bad. Hu the mala Um if the to do the, the I say to this, hueinu <speaking> ma <in Hebrew> this is not a quality mitama <speaking> no <in Hebrew> from the reason we said before. <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> you should know, it gives a proof. hear that. Taida, I think that the 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 the, the, the he wants to give you a proof. It's an amazing this proof over here is like whoa. He's give you a proof that, what, that inspired mitzvahs based on um, on selfish motivations of Hashem taking care of me. If I do a mitzvah I'll become rich. Uh, Lipa sings a song. Say mitzvah say mitzvah and say I can I always have to skip the song. Because I can't stand that that mode. Do a mitzvah because it's going to give you a olam haba. Okay, well, It's 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 uh, any case. He says, what's the proof that t- that olam haba do a mitzvah so you can have olam haba? Is not any quality. It's not any mila. He said, let me get, let me tell you who serves God to get in that state. The omarazal. say alamazikin. There are demons. There are demons. It says that if the eye, if God would have given the eye permission to see, we would not be able to be alive, we would be so terrified because we see that we're surrounded by thousands of demons. And Hashem doesn't allow us to see the demons. There are demons all over. Hashem says Malachim to protect us, whatever, but there's demons all around. We don't see them. Animals can see them sometimes. But The Gemara says in Masech, if you want to see them, you can put ash... Certain kind of ash, put it next to your bed, and you wake up, you see chicken feet. Uh, the Gemara gives a whole thing you have to how you make that ash. It has to be ash from a from a from a, from a calf. I got some Whoever is inspired to learn Shas learns the first three blot of the des brachas. Gets to that Gemara somewhere over there. That's as far as I go. Every time I decided I'm doing Shas, tried about three times, and I stopped usually about page number three, and that's it. But that Gemara I learned. Anyways, it says over there that what that. Um, this thing about the about about seeing the chicken feet on the ash, but if it says that if we would see them, we would go crazy. That's what the Gemara says. If we would see them, we would literally snap. We would be so scared. Alpha became a and clum. What happens with all these demons? They're not making any. They're not. They don't harm us. They're around us all the time, and we don't get harmed by them. Why? Because they fear God. They fear heaven, and they don't. Have, they know they don't have permission. They're demons, but they fear heaven. Like it says, If they wouldn't be calling out in heaven, so and so, you would, whatever. I don't know, what he, it's a reference to something where it says in the Gemara, if not for them calling out in you in heaven, whatever. They have so much fear of God. They can't transgress the word of God. They seem to be greater than us. Because we do a lot of times transgressions against Hashem. Shuhu Baal Bechira. human being is a, is a Baal b'chira and could choose to do They can't. They cannot transgress the will of God. Like we see. They're keeping check even though they're demons. This is what they're meant to do. They're meant to harm, to bite, to do whatever they... they, they but they don't do it because they're scared. Okay. So that seems to me they're much greater than human beings. Because human beings what? Do sin. And do transgress. Then came Lamanik Ramazikin. So why are they called demons? If they're greater than human beings, why are we calling them demons? the idea is This is a great rule, great principle. sitra the kedusha. The main difference between the side of holiness, of a sitra and on the other side, sham That angels and shamas, the sitra of the kedusha on the side of holiness, They have a bitl to the eibisher. sitra don't have bittel. So what does it mean they don't have bitul? They're not, they're not the, they do have bitul. They're not doing what they're, not, they're afraid. And the answer is the only thing they're afraid is of their own, for their own backs. So, so the Rebbe is saying an amazing thing. We might be doing much more things that we shouldn't be doing because we have, we're, in a, we're living in a darker consciousness and a darker awareness. But the panemius, the internal element of a Jew is bitul, real bitul. A doesn't want to hurt the Abish there. Yid wants to make God, wants to, do, wants, to, wants to serve Hashem, wants to make Hashem happy. That's his motivation. He's living in a, in a place with blindfolds, that he doesn't realize. Fine, could be. But when he does anything, it's done with, the, with a truer, purer Indian. The mazik never does an Avera, but he's mazikin. Why? Because his entire refraining of doing anything has nothing to do with the Eberster. It has only to do because he's afraid for his own whatever. For the tzolaymer, ha-bitl hu-lamaila me-pchen-as-yira. Bitl is even higher than fear. They fear. Kuhu shenas hu-bchen-as-ayin mamash. Nesham is in a, st- it- it- in a state of ayin. <speaking> V'af <se Hira> a- agav sham alochim v'nesham sem gamkein adayin be-pchen-as-yesh. Ab- 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 am- 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 even though they're a yesh, va'bitul u'bitul they're not ayin. They're still they're still a yesh. Makom u'kum akupanu b'p'chinas bitul. They're in a state of bitul. Val like we say, she yesh be'koyach kol echad There is a koyach of every yid levatalas atzmi legamra. Every yin has the koyach to himself completely. The Alter Rebbe says that in Perek Vav the secret why of holiness is bittul, and he says the reason why Jews are holy because a push comes to shove, a Jew is going to give himself up, his life for it, Why? Because of God, not because of himself. This is way above the fear of the sitra achrha. Even though they have fear. That they cannot transgress the word of God. They're still in a state of yesh. The and they don't have any bitl. Their fear is fear of punishment. And everything they do is for themselves. From this, we'll understand the idea of Sitra Akra. lehem Yira. They have fear. But they're still considered klippas. With all their fear and all they're doing, it's still klipos because there's no bitl. It's just selfish motivation. And what's their fear? Their fear is that self. They're Yeshis, ihbana and I don't want to become nullified. sham, they are, I don't want to hurt my Metsyas. The Yid is fakert. He wants, he's willing to give his entire existence, put his neck out for God. Ma'ashe Ekei Sitru, the Kedusha, the side of holiness, Hu sheyash b'mchenes bittel. They have b'tel. be b'tel a'yash. And they want the bitl. A Yid in Kedushas, you want to be ayin. Uliyos b'mchenes ayin. They want metzias. And even when they're afraid, they're afraid that they're going to do something It's going to hurt their metzias. It's going to hurt their existence. It's a very, very deep Indian of A very profound Indian. It's a very profound Indian of the of the of, of why this is really what differentiates. When you learn Hasidis, you have this Indian. Without Hasidus, then the Avoid, I mean, of course, all you didn't have the So you didn't have Shamas but the the, the avoider is motivated by becoming a Matthias. You're going to You're going to become a gadol. You're going to become a somebody. Saying that's because Nebuchadnezzar, we're living in a world of such Klippa that that's what it translates to. In Kedusha, which Chassidus is the channel of Kedusha in these days, the, the motivation is, Dear Abba Shlichus, doing something that, that's a whole different story. So, of course, Yidden that haven't learned Chassidus, also the Pnimias have it. But that's why it's so refreshing when they learn a mimer and they say, Wow, it speaks to them. Because it speaks to Yen Hashama, it speaks to the part of the truer you. Asoi, it's it's it's, it's 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 the same like the mazikim. The also they're very frum. They don't do anything. Mamish frum, But what's the motivation? He's motivated. It's going to hurt his yashes, and that's why he doesn't want to do. It. They're created that way. That's why it's not a it's not a nebach on the mazikim. It's a nebach on the Shames that are that are stuck in in, in in such a kind of a service that is based on 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 attaining and reaching and becoming and whatever. That's Rachmanus. That's <laughs> yeah, they have a Bechira, but they, but they know they're going to get hurt, and they don't want to get hurt. And I'm sure once in a while they step out of boundary, and they do get hurt. You like have stories where Mazik can come out and do something. Yes. that's the shell of it that's the shell of it yeah and get to the the of it the primus of it I shouldn't I shouldn't be doing this or I should be beca- because of it not because of the shame or because of all these nourish ex- external Indian. because because this is not what I'm meant to be doing this is not real this is not emes this is not the truth the truth is yiddish kai tere my mashlichus in this world that's the truth That's the thing. That's the thing. By Yidr is a toich, and the to- and the and the and the selfish in Yan, that, that that's a that's an external. That that that's the outside of the toich. That's good. But by the klipa, it only has that. And when it's only, so, even though technically they're much frumer and far more obedient in their avoda, but if the whole thing is based on the legarmayu, then that, that there's no there's no. That's where it starts. That's it's uh, that's its entire essence. Over here, it's the mimer hakol ksheirin lekadosh, and this is what it uh, over there in the mimer, hakol ksheirin lekadosh, over in that mimer, which is l'kutit Torah pashas Pinchas, over there the lashon is klipas noiga. It is known the explanation of the klipas noiga she'enekum a klipas lagamri. They're not like the pure klipas completely. Shem ra they're completely bad. Vagam she be klipas noiga yesh gam ken ra. And even though Klipas Noiga also has bad, Hainarakya, Avo Khatya Toy, ha only half, but half is good. The avapikain, nevertheless, gama toiv shab nikri noiga. The good of it is also called noiga. The eino nichla begadder toyv gedusha, And it's not in the same level of holiness of hol good of holiness. Because even the good, the Al Tabba says over there, is murgish. He feels the good like even when you're doing taira and Mitzvahs, the sham which is the the the, the Mitzvahs of klipas noiga, him He's feeling himself very much when he's learning Torah and doing Mitzvahs. She loy made. I'm learning. Look how look. I love the there. I'm into the love. It's without self-awareness. That's what he says at the end the if It will be very difficult to understand It says in this week, parsha, to fear God? You can't say he's talking. Moshe Rabbeinu is asking them to fear God means to fear punishment. yesh. This is yesh ulegarmayu. It's it's selfish. Upchenas klipa snayga. You're fearing for yourself. You're fearing you're going to hurt your metzias. Upchenas klipa snayga is klipa. The ech yilze shoyel hashem miimano. This is what God has created you. This is what God is asking of you. The afapishanema v'pashas b'chu koysay. And even though it says in pashas b'chu koysay, lira min to fear the curses. Who hear us a einesh? and that's definitely fearing the punishment, because it gives you a whole list of curses that might befall a person, and he's saying the person, Kvarniz so you can't compare it. He's asking a good Kasha now. Kvarniz he said, over there, we're talking about the the, the, holy, the only reason it's saying not to, the, giving all these curses is to prevent you from doing an Avera. No, then it's kosher. If that's what's going to hold you back from doing an Avera, then that's okay. To turn away from bad, to turn away from bad, it's good, even if it's through fear of punishment. We just turned over to page, page but here we're speaking about doing good. To go in his ways so, what kind of fear are we talking about then? Not fear of punishment, but we're talking about fear of the the, the ebishter, fear of exaltedness. How can you say that? That's easy. (laughs) But we learned over here. It is not fitting and not correct (laughs) that it should be just from the fear of punishment. (laughs) And even though Chazal do say (laughs) that a person should always do that a person should always do uh Not lishma, not for the for for with ulterior motives. She metoych shaloy because for by doing it with ulterior motives, bal lishma you will eventually come to do it lishma. Haynu shazu atzas chazal. This is an etza. This is advice of the sages. She yasik afil shaloy You should do it lishma. Mishum shal kopanim yavim isel uh, hopefully one day they'll come, to, this will bring them one day to Lushma, but it itself has no value. But if you don't come to doing it for the right purposes, Haday Amru, Chazal have said, If a person is serving God for his own personal motives, it says it would have been better had his placenta turned over before he was born. Which means, that he would have never have been born. As stated elsewhere. Ubeze Yuvin Shinoi Alasha, and well, this will understand also the Shinoi. Remember, we said there's two types of fear: the fear of fearing of punishment, and fear of fearing God's greatness. Fearing of punishment is called Yiru mehashem Hashem Kol Aretz. The other pasuk says Yiru Es Hashem Kedoshav. The Gaba Yiru Es Hashem called Kedoshav Nemar Es Hashem. The Gaba Yiru Me and when it says fear of God, Kol Aretz like Sev Yiru Es Hashem. Hashem. What's the difference? Ache Ki Hashem mashma When it says, Yiru me Hashem, means fear of God. God is there and you're there. You're far from Him. Fear of Him. Why? Because when a person is full of himself, God can't reside in him. See, the problem is when you say Hashem is far from somebody, that's a serious problem. Because Hashem is supposed to be everywhere. See, if you say, okay... Only big tzaddikim that close to Hashem, but Hashem is really supposed to be everywhere. Obviously, if Hashem is not somewhere, it's because someone chased him away. So, if the person is Yiru mei Hashem, God is not there. How can God not be there? Why? Because the very because the fear is a fear for one's own for one's own well being. So it's a selfish fear. The person is still a to somebody. He's fearing punishment. He's for his own person. Shaloi yavad Yashas and that the tzemach tzadik like sticks it in. What is he afraid for? He's afraid not to lose his own. He's not. He's afraid he's going to lose his. He's afraid he's going to lose his klipa. What's his klipa? His klipa is his own yeshas. He's afraid that chas v'shalom it shouldn't. Nothing should happen to him that he should lose his own. His own. Yeah, that's right. He's and he's afraid for his him to be lost. The imkain who rochik he's distant from God, because the Ebrister cannot dwell. Only by someone who's bottled to him, and the ein cannot dwell together with someone who's full of himself. But fear s means together with Hashem. S means you're like Chazal say s besarei, the something that that means the, the, the hide which is attached to it. S means attached. Something connected to. It's fearing God's greatness. And which causes a person to become nullified and attached and part of Hashem. And then he becomes a keli. To the Abishter to dwell in him. He becomes nullified to the Abishter. Something that's Something that's secondary to the Basar. When the Yira is in a state of Bittu, without the selfishness, and the same thing over here when it says, and which one does it say over here? Here's another proof. It says, What does God ask of you? It doesn't say, So that's another proof that what kind of Yira is Moshe Rabbeinu demanding of the Jewish people over here? Yira Hashem, which is If so, what does it mean, Milsa What does the Gemara mean when we say it's a Milsa Zitracy? It's a small little thing. If it would be Yiris Ainish, I could say everybody can achieve that. But yiras harayimamos. That takes a lot of work. Ki m'yira es Hashem. Pidushatia yira. The fear should be bepchenas until the person should be bepchenas esat tufel. Ubatol legamr l'shem Hashem. The person should be completely nullified to the name of God. Hashira that's dwelling in him. Ulefi zetigodol akushia. This makes the question much greater. Eich kol zemil sezitrasuhu. How is all this? A small little thing can I have only in chassidus. Do you have three pages to come to a question? This the last three pages was all to come to the question. If we say now, now that we have established that serving God in a manner of yeshus, serving God of, of, of fearing your own punishment is an is a, is a union of yeshus, which maybe is only good to keep you away from doing an avera, which is worse. It's a greater evil. But besides that, it's very, very yucky to serve God for your own personal whatever. If that's the case, so must be when it's saying fear Hashem and talking about fear of exaltedness. How can we say that this is something that Moshe Rabbeinu says? Mo Hashem okay Hashem. Ach, Indian. The idea is to What do we mean that to Moshe Rabbeinu it's a small thing? Okay, so to Moshe it's a small thing. But the Moshe is asking it from us, and the answer is Moshe Rabbeinu knows. There's a little bit of Moshe in every yid. and when it says it's easy for, for Moshe, it means for the Moshe that's inside of you. It's easy. It's accessible. Moshe Rabbeinu inserts a chip of himself in every single Jew. Because Moshe is called a faithful shepherd, amuna. He nurtures the amuna by giving us das, and das—that's what Moshe gives. And when you have the das inside, shiyesh b'cholechad. In amuna Every yid has Amunah even without Moshe, but Moshe Rabbeinu nurtures that amuna. boy das, and Moshe Rabbeinu mamshach the das. And when the pasuk says das know your father in heaven. He gives you the ability to know the Ebeshter. This is Chassidus. This is what the, the whole Balshem came, especially the Alter Rebbe, to give people Das and If you have a Das and Elokus, you have a true sense of the Ebeshter. And it's not Stam Svarim. It's not like the, the, the rabbeim wrote Svarim. Go learn. They have a Puhula Nafshis in your Neshama. They sensitize your soul. Without this kashrist to a tzaddik, you're talk in, talking trouble. Because the altar Rebbe says in Tanya, Moshe Rabbeinu, the, the, the quintessential Moshe, the big Moshe Rabbeinu who lived three and a half years ago, feeds das into every neshama. But that itself is behelam, behelam Yoid. There, there is a das headquarters, and that's the tzaddik, that the Ebershta puts into any generation, who is Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama in that generation. You plug into him, besides for guidance, brachas... All these nice things, the most important thing is he sensitizes your soul to elokus, Gives you the ability to feel the abishta. If you feel, it's not hard to it's everybody understands that if our eyes were open, God, if I'm sorry, if our eyes would open up and we would see God everywhere, it wouldn't be hard to fear him and to have Yerusaribus. Problem is because all the alamas vested and block it, and we don't feel, and we don't sense the abishta. We're living in a very physical material world physical Gashmi is, is real, spirituality and godliness is, is not a real thing to us. Until oh, you're connected to a tzaddik. The tzaddik gives you the ability to have das and sense the legabei. And once you sense God's reality, you can fear not a fear of punishment, but a true fear that Mamish brings ye true Yerushalayim. What? That's by, by learning his tzaddik, and by, by following his instructions, those are the things: learning Torah, following instructions. <laughs> to the das that there is in every person, from Moshe, it is a small thing to come to the fear. Look in Tanya. Perikman, base. But in truth, this too needs an explanation. We see. It's not so easy to etch this fear in one's soul. That there should be a dread of God literally in a person's heart. It's actually easier to come to love. To come from the real, to this level of real true fear. To have a pure fear without, without thinking about how this is going to hurt me. But to have a true fear because the greatness of God is not an easy thing. The idea is he's going to differentiate and say yes. As a feeling on the heart, dread, it's harder to dread than to love. A true dread, not dread that you're afraid to punish. That's, that's, that's selfish. But a real sense of the Abashir's greatness to the point that you're starting to shuckle and fear, like Reb went outside, looked at the heavens, and 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 and, and was and got, um, got uh, was hemorrhaging for days because of his sudden yira that the like this. Or when the Alter Rebbe said about maybe Rebzusha, that how he said something about how how Zusha once saw once was massive, This is what the Alter Rebbe said. Rabzusha was once masig; he once apprehended the power of God in one star. In Sotemalzui Numan this fear that for days he was he was he couldn't he couldn't come to himself. And Mir, the Alter Rebbe says, and we are masig, mamalikal almond, and it doesn't have the same effect. And when the Alter Rebbe said that, suddenly his hand started shaking like a leaf, and he was holding like a tea or something, and the whole thing spilled over, and it was like. Well, it took him the, the, the yiria law, right? So that's pachad. That's dread, when it reaches the heart. The Rebbe is going to differentiate The between yirah and pachad. Pachad is when your mamish feel it in the heart, where the heart skips a beat. Yirah is when you have it in your mind, you fear. Like a fear that you have in the mind. And that, he says, is attainable. To have a pure um, fear of God in the mind is not... Is not, it's, it's not beyond us. The fear is in the brain, and dread is in the heart. Even if the fear is stolen, a person's moach and a person's seichel, you have an appointment to meet someone very, very in a very important meeting. And for weeks before that, you're kind of scared. But it's not a fear in the heart, doesn't? It? You can go about your day, but in the back of your mind, you're carrying that fear. But when you're standing outside the office and you're ready to going to the interview, then you're on the hearts. So, but it doesn't mean that what you felt till now was not a fear. It just doesn't. It's not as intense. Then it's like the that that pachad. That's pachad. That's, yeah, that's right. And you can live in earthquake county or country, and you have that. That oh, you know, worried about it. That's in the mind. That's it. A person understands eikh sharo how it's fitting to fear the Abishhtur, he Bottle CSA love and to be bottled. I guess that Eb is saying when you learn the Maimur, Maimorim and Chasidis and the, the Maimarim tell you that you should be fearing, and this is the Abishta so great, the fact itself that you understand it in the Maimur that you should be fearing is Shanecha Madrega. That at least in your that's your the, the dominion, that's the Indian, it's in your head. Um, verroitza, and you want, you would like to, you want, vchot bittlezh. You want to have this bitl. U pachad however, what's pachad, what's dread? Who noga hayira when the fear actually touches your heart as well, a chaliboy molom pachad, till the heart is actually shaking. The fear speaks dread. Nimtesha sayre the beginning of the fear is in the brain. The Siyumah and its conclusion, who believe, is in the heart. Vaznik and then it's called dread. K'moshakasa <speaking> pachad <in Hebrew> yitzchak. had pachad from the evedim. as it says in zayar, the isyira of a isyira. There is fear and there is fear. To to moisha inside of you. To the das that a yid has in his moyach, who adam, it's easy to every person, la to reach this fear in his head, Al Kaponim at least in his head, Sheyavin, he should understand the yaskil and he should apprehend. he should conceive in his mind, How one ought to have fear and bitlze. And once you have it in the moyach, the moyach rules over the heart. And then the Abishtha takes this feeling of convictions of the mind that I ought to be afraid and connects it to all your actions that you do, that it should be considered that you're doing those actions with true, real, sincere, Yiddish, Emes, Nishamadig, fear of the Abishtha you should do all the mitzvahs but this year that out of respect of God's greatness I should do all the mitzvahs I have to do it because I must do it not because I'm afraid I'm going to be punished because the das hu das is a lotion of feeling this chabrus and attachment so das is just but says it's not enough just just even though we're saying that what wow, it's, it's it's easy it still takes work because you can learn and it can be a very detached learning. A learning just for the sake of knowledge. Uh, then you're not attaching yourself. It means learning and connecting to what you're learning. until you can almost sense. You can't sense it in your heart but at least you can sense it in your mind the reality of it. Nikbah boy mamish said, then it becomes etched in him. L'chein Then if you, if you just have it in your Chachmah Bina then the year is not easy. But if you have it in your Das as well then the gabemoishe the dust in it yemshekh mazamashli is pacha dashan beliboy and eventually you will actually bring pachad. gamke the ayin betanya peretz zain look in tanya chapter 10 the piy ha kabbala and according to kabbala kish oid perish bezer there is another explanation in this ki nevechinas yiras re'emmos because in yiras re'emmos in year of exaltation came there's also two levels the lower fear and the higher fear the lower fear is when you're fearing God's majesty the higher fear is when you're fearing the Orin Saif himself, God himself so even though in the lower fear we're not talking about a fear of punishment it's not that you're afraid of the Ebishter's majesty and therefore he's going to punish you you're just afraid of God because you're seeing the Ebishtis, That chitseini that he's a ruler over all these worlds look at all this mansion that he has look at this amazing palace you don't know the king, you know the king's kingdom. Al Rebbe says in Tanya, that's called Chitzainehis. That's in the higher fear itself, in the Yiris Aroimimimus, it's a it's a more Chitzainehis to get in. The four letters of the Shema Vaya are fear, love, and Rechimu means that the, the Yud is fear, the He is love, the Vav is again love, Udchilu and the latter He is fear. So it's fear, love, love, fear. Now, this fear, we're not talking about the lower fear of a Malchus, it's not a fear of punishment. That's not kedusha. I can't be one of the letters of the Eberster's name. It's fear of the Eberster's greatness. But it's fear of him as a king, not fear of him because of you know him personally, who he really is. Bitl Ayash it comes from the lower He, the That the kingship is the kingship of all world. That his is without an end. Nevertheless, it's still called the outside keys. But the higher fear is the real Bittal. And it comes from the letter Yud. If you don't have chachma, which is the Yud, you don't have Yirah. Which is the real Bittle. El Nemar That's why it says, What is he asking from you? He's not asking from you the yud, that the higher fear, the yra yallah. That he's not asking of you. What is he asking already? The lower half, the lower kind of Yira Sarai which is the Murched Sinist. He's explaining why he's saying, Ma Hashem Alekech What is he asking? That, that's why it's called Ma, it's considered a small thing, because you're fearing God from God's manifestation in the worlds, not from God's true greatness. She'ein HaZhomikim Yiret upon that's what he's asking. will finish up the last piece, very small piece left. Al Tikram Ma, don't read it, Ma, elamea. Chazal take the word, what is God asking from you? And they add, what? The answer is that since it's only Yirei Tata, not Yirei that's why it's considered Ma well, Akapikabala. His regular answer was, the Das that's in you, every person can attain a level of fear. But I think both answers go together. And even there, even to your Das, if you would be asking for the Yirei that's an Avoid Dekash Oid. Zichu completely to be able to come to that level of bitl to be able to sense the orin soif itself, not the abishness is pashtus and the ulemas. That's a madrega of tzaddikim. But to a banani, to a regular person, the year of Malchus, of the abishness majesty as a melech, you can learn, you can learn what it says in Svarim, how the Abishta's machayim Mahava ulema He's in it. And that in you, since you have das which is coming from Moshe Rabbeinu, especially if you're connected to the, to the Moshe of the generation, feeding your das, sensitizing your das. Then every person can, at- and since it's only b'moichai, not pachad b'libai, taking all these in into consideration, it's Zitracy. It's something that every person can achieve. Of- One thing you are shy about, for sure, that we're not talking Yerasa Einish. Because that's definitely not, should never be the inspiration in a person's Asiya satoyev in doing good. Since we're talking about doing good, since this Pasuk is talking about good, it can't be that we're asking Yerasa Aynish. Yes. That's right. Yeah. For sure. In the the Yerasa Aynish. Yeah. Because the the Eberster is extending himself through Yud, k Vav, k. If you're touching the lower hay, you have a long way to go to experience the Yud. It's not like you k Kavke written over here. It's, it's Targis, Targis. al don't read it Ma, That means they say, that from here you learn out that you're supposed to make a hundred blessings a day. Mea, Mea Brachas, you make a hundred Which means, I'll be past this, that the hundred blessings of the day help you come to this. Mea Brachas, every person has to make a blessing every, every day. Oh, so Piddish... So how does that work with the fear? So the idea is like this. Every time you're making a bracha, you're doing a download. Blessing means downloading. So you're downloading something from above into your soul. The idea of bracha is, the concept of every blessing is, like it says in the olam. You're bringing God from a concealed state to an expressed state. From, from the concealed world to the revealed world. In the, in the terminology that he's using over here, Saiviv is called the concealed state, the levels of divine that are undefined by any definitions. You're being into tangible uh, in yonim. That's what Mamalakalaaman is. You're bringing Hashem down into, into more of a Mamashistigi Inyan. Now, the Mamalakalalman, life force of God that is the kingship of all world, nikram ma is called Ma. that the 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 that's mislabish in the worlds, it's called Ma. That's the word it. Ma. She it says in, 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 in Pasakhaliyo it says, She the de oirach Atsilus. The name Ma is the life force that flows through the world of Atsilus. It's already going, it's lights and vessels. That's called Ma. And that's the reason why it says, how strong Ma is your power in the land. Why is it called Ma? The reason why it's called Ma is I think, again, I'm guessing, I didn't learn this last piece yet. So I think what he's, what he's, what he's saying is, I think where he's going is, the reason why we say that the world is called yesh me'ayin. Why is the world called yesh me'ayin? Yesh, the world is yesh me'ayin. It's yesh God. It's a something coming from Hashem, not yesh me'ayin. And the answer is because the life force that's that's there vivifying, creating, animating, vivifying, creating, and animating the world is called ayin. It's called nothing compared... To, it's only a little drop of a drop of a drop. It's a crumb of a crumb of a crumb of God's power. So... And for the same reason why it's also called, that's why it's called ayin. And the same reason is also why it's called ma. Ma means what is it? Okay? It's an It's an insult to say the world is from ayin. It's from God. Above is the true yesh. If anything, the creation is ayin meyesh. The ebush made on nothing from the true being. The All is not. Eloshanikra Yeshmei Ayin. Why is it called the Yeshmei Ayin? Kipchena haMahava Hayesh, because the power that creates the world and all of existence, that would act Pchenas It's all nothingness. Who Pchenas Malchus, which is Malchus Shenikra Shame. It's only called the name. Or Kama'im like we say Laman Shemay for the sake of his name. Valderech Marshalan, just like Hashem Shalom Adam, just like a person's name. A person's name is nothing to the very, very being and substance of the person. The same as the Ebershah's kingdom, is only called a name, it's only called a little shine, like like the rays of the sun, which is not and nothing compared to the very substance of the sun. And the source that creates all worlds is only this ray. And that's why it's also called ma, because what is it? Ma means was, it's nothing. What is it? It's something that is bottled to the Abishter himself, like the rays of the sun that are bottled to the sun. And like Moshe Rabbeinu says about himself, What are we? Also what? Because he's nothing. And he thought himself as nothing. So the entire life force of the cosmos and that creates all worlds is called B'Shemah. What is it? And what are we being your avoid is to take ma and don't read it ma. Make it mea. Capture the aleph. Who is the aleph? The aleph is the orein soiv, the true substance of God, not the ray. Get the abusher himself, the aleph, and pull him into the ma. And when you pull the aleph into ma, it becomes mea. You draw the Ebershter himself into engage God himself into creation. Creation on its own is only a ray, nothing. But our avayda through Yid making a bracha, the Ebershter himself, the ain't self, is nimshach into them. V'nikra yichud, this is called the unification, You're meyachid, you're bringing a kodesh baruchu into the shchina. V'as nasa then you're making fama, pchenas Shemeir boy ha'alaf it's shining in it, the Aleph, and the Aleph is the Oren Sov, Shubchenas Pela Elion, which is the Supernal Pela, which is the Sov of Kalam and Keser, they Mea Brachas, that's through the hundred blessings. V'zeu Gamkei Kosov, and this is also what it says, V'yichaye Sarah. what was the life of Sara all about? What did she accomplish in her life? Mea Shana, she brought down the Mea, Kisara, and deeper than that, Sara is Malchus, Sarah is the attribute of Malchus, is called Sarah. First of all, all feminine, all female um, um, characters in the Torah are Malchus. In the cave of Bechlal is Malchus. Sarah, in particular, the first mother of the Jewish people, is that. And Sarah means Sarara, which means she's a uh, sorer, she's, she rules, she's a ruler. So she's Malchus. Sarah. What's the life force of Malchus? Meya. You have to bring in in the Aleph. Sarah herself is Ma. You have to bring in the life into Sarah. Uh, And she's drawn Chayus. As it states in Zohar, the beginning of Chayos. Now, there are single digits. Asirius, there are double digits. Tens, umeyos and hundreds. Now, in truth, it goes even higher. That there is thousand and there is ten thousand. That's the highest number the Torah talks. That God was coming down from the level of Revava. What's Revava? Ten thousand. Another beer. He's only asking from you to reach triple digits. He's not asking of you to reach uh, uh, five digits. Oh, only the level of three levels up. The Abra's Shail draw down the size of Kalam and into the Mamale. From which level you don't have to get to the level of thousands, and you don't have to get to the level of ten thousands. Revava, that is going to come a mylo from on its own. What he's asking of you and your are a Latata is that at least. Reach the makiv hakarav You don't have to reach the makiv ha the distance makiv. At least draw down the, the, from the hundreds. Your avoid is to draw down just from the l'me. You don't call out ma. Don't let malchus be only a ray. You reach up into the substance of God and draw him down to make it canal What does that mean? We're not supposed to have... The level of a thousand? We're not supposed to have the level, because really it says like this. I want to explain this a little bit. Single digits is, I think, in Malchus. In double digits, no, in, za, in Zeiranpin, the single digits. It, 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 in Chabal, it says different Different Hezbeirim on this, but I think for now, in Chachman Bina, it's double, it's tens. That's why Esrim Shana is Chachman Bina, it's 20 years. And then a hundred is in Kesar. And a thousand is in Pneumius Kesar. And ten thousand. but The point is, what the Torah is saying is like this. You don't have to reach all the way up there. Your avoida has to be to be Mamshik from Keser. And the higher yonim, That comes on its own. Bisarusa said When you do your avoida to the best you can, then said, Nimshaq is on its own. the word it also says, the real love is to love God with all your might. It's loving God with an infinite, boundless, and infinite love. It's superior to loving God with all your heart and all your soul. As explained elsewhere. Chazal even say that when you're serving Hashem without without all your might... Even if you're serving with all your heart, and even if you're serving with all your soul, but it's not b'chol Decha, Chazal say that's called ein oisim ritzone shel You're not doing the will of God. Chazal ask a question: How come in the first parasha of Shema, it says, um, "What's it called again?" Uh, no, second parasha of Shema. This week parasha is Ekev, It says that you're going to v'safta de ganecha, v'surayshcha v'yetzarecha. You're gonna have you. Hashem is gonna give you brachas, give you rain. You're gonna gather your grains. So they ask a question. It's, but doesn't it say in the pasuk that, the, that strangers are gonna are gonna are gonna do your work for you? Here it's Mashmah, Hashem is gonna give you bracha in your work, but in, it says somewhere else the navi says that what that others are gonna do your work. Va'amdu So the Gemara answers it's because you're not doing the will of God. So the Mizrachimaget asks a question. What do you mean? Ain oisim The pasuk says im You will be listening to God, so you are doing the will of God. What does it mean? you're called ain that's, I mean. that's the question that as Richard Magid asks. How can you say that's called ain oisim? They're not doing the will of God, when obviously we are vahoya im shamaya. It says later in the parsha if you don't listen, what's going to happen? Shomer uh, Be careful. So, so the maggot says yeah, because in this parsha it doesn't say bchalav I'm sorry doesn't say began ma utgham it says and you will serve Hashem uthazam an or vacham ba khallu and it doesn't say began ma utdgham it says only began ma in the first part but not in the second part so since it's not began ma utgham it's considered ain usm retainer shama it's not the way god really wants you to serve uh avo bismantshi start usn shama of amduzar in the road And there it says, if you will listen. So what does it mean, deeper meaning of that? They don't do the will of of Ratzin. He says a very deep shot here. Mokai means what? means like this. Makayim is referring to space. So which level of the divine relates to space? The Shechina, Malchus. Because that relates to time. First of all, in Shina you see time. Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Yimlech. In Malchus you see past, present, future. And we know that time, time and space are Terein Reh and They're The two friends that are, they are separate. Wherever there's time, there's space. Time and space go together. So in Malchus there's also Makayim, there's place. There is the six k'tavos. This way up there. So, we say there is all that is higher and lower, and all the all the directions in malchus. Since malchus, there is there is right? is called There's different levels. gashmi. It's not physical space. In the soul of Kalalman, in the higher energy, and the encompassing light, there is no up and down. So, therefore, what does it mean? We do the will of God. It means that there is a type of service. Let me give you a very simple idea. When a Jew is motivated to serve Hashem based on understanding, reason, logic, that this is the right thing to do, this is good, and he appreciates the relationship, he appreciates God's greatness but he's inspired by his mind and based on his mind he gets the energy to do the mitzvah. That inspiration is, is from, from your own mamala kalaman, from the part of you, your internalized powers. So every, we always know that whatever you're doing below is reciprocated above. So if your, if your inspiration above is from your, from your mamala kalaman, from your internalized understanding and appreciation, what does that eliciting above, also only from the Mammal So you're only drawing from the level called Makaim. You're connecting to the level called because But when a Yid is, serves the Ebershter with a passion, with a fervor, with a fire, from his boundless energy of his neshama that transcends his Seichel, he evokes his ruts and pnimi, the atzmi, his essential desire to serve God uncalculated with the calculations of the mind, beyond all calculations. I mean, you're reaching in your say in your ruts, in your pure willpower, that's higher, and you go be, you go past all all, all all, limitations and boundaries that come from intellect and reason. But you'll go ahead and do the mitzvah no matter what. Even if you're putter, even if you don't have any more... It's called a shavayda. It could be raining in your sukkah, and you're still eating in the sukkah. Ah, you're patr, shmater, how can I eat not in the sukkah? Or you, know, you, go, past, you go way past the letter... The, the letter of the law, because you're driven with a drive that you basically you're fanatic and you're insane and you're moshugah in your yiddishkeit. Ah, oh, you're touching upon that. You think, what are you drawing upon above? Also, oisem You're bringing ritzain, which is keser, which is ein sof, into shechina, into makayim. But that only happens if you're serving God with all your might. And when you don't have this love, you're drawing only from a place that's called but not. You're not being from above. You're not being mamshek from true innovated light. You're drawing already. You're only drawing from what's within the, the account already, the bank account, but of of creation. You're not you're not reaching totally to the to the uh, to the uh, the infinite potential that's there. You're only taking from what is already measured. But here it says, since Moshe Rabbeinu wants to make it easy for the Jewish people over here. He's saying, Yidn, what is the Abishter asking from you already? So over here, he's talking not asking for serving God. He says, remember he asked in the beginning, why does it say Ma? He has two questions. First of all, how can you say on fear that it's Ma? It's a big deal. That he answered, that's an emotion of inside of you, you can do it. Then the other question was, he gives you a whole list, a shopping list over there. Loving God. He says, no, but even the love that he's asking over there, the reason why he says ma is because he's saying, b'chol, 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 he doesn't say. B'chol, ma, so the, that's a, the, what the Amish is asking. Basic is do this. Uh, you want to do more, Is Gavaldig. But the basic requirement is b'chol, b'chol, yeah, only that. Serve God with the yetsa toiv. Serve God even with the yetsa hara. Flip it over. That's a little deal. And what's bchol nafshacha? Shuvis (laughs) kashros gimel levushay Nefesh. And bchol nafshacha means to bond with God in all your three garments. (laughs) Connect to God. That's what he's asking. That's going to be given to you as a gift. It's very beautiful. He says that if you do the best on these levels, then the Ebeshter is already going to gift you with B'chol Ma'odecha. To be able to experience the love of your soul that transcends reason and rationale. It's suddenly going to open it up, itself up in you. And through that, you're going to be M'amshach, even the higher amshachas as well. But this gift is not given, Ava you got to first do the love of all your heart and all your permeate your makshava dibera maisa with your thought, speech, and action with thought, speech, and action of, holding, of Torah and mitzvahs and invest in the drive all your heart, your yetzah and your yetzahara. And that's what it says you, you, should, you should love. But the Rebbe says there's two meanings in the word vahafta. Number one is you should love, and number two is vahavta, you will love. So one is a commandment, and one is a haftacha, a promise. You will see you will one day love God. God is telling us, He's not commanding us. You will love when the two are related. If what you put in the work, you're commanded to love with the love that you can produce, then I am going to reward your work by infusing you with a much higher love, which is the love of B'chol Ma'odecha, which is going to come from above. Similarly we have by Yabris Mila, the same thing. It says, That you should be mull, you should circumcise the, the stuffiness of the heart. And then it says, The Ebrister is going to finish the higher Mila. The, the Altab explains that there's two kinds of stuffings to the heart. There's a type of stuffing in the heart that God is not going to get. He's not going to do the He's not going to do the Rotor Rooter. You got to do it on your own. Call the plumber yourself and plumb, plug plug nice what's stuffing the heart. Gotta do your own work. Once you do the own work, there are certain sensitive um, things that you can't remove. You can't, it's too idle, too hard for a person in his own avoid that the abush is already gonna puncture and allow the life, the energy to flow. It's a promise. In the end you're gonna like both are true there's a love that comes from the mind that everybody can arrive that's supposed to be there is a love that you can reach soon we're going to come and make a little point over here and change this to and then there is a love that comes from above as we said before what you see from here is that there's no little mimer that's just a little mimer. Every mimer is a big mimer, and it's got a lot. I was looking-